Hey everybody, I'm Sam Proof from samproof.tv. And I'm Art Martinez-Tebel from friendsofthetable.net. And this is Kicking, the original crowdfunding show. Catch us live Tuesdays and find the audio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and everywhere podcasts are available. Today, it's our 50th episode, our golden anniversary. So we are going to take a look at some campaigns that are also golden. And then we'll stay golden, pony boy. Hey. Hey, uh, and then at the end of the show, we're actually going to do a little little look back, talk about how the podcast has changed, what what our favorite times have been, stuff like that. A little retrospective at the end of all that. So let's get into it. All right, first up, Kickstarter is no stranger to playing decks, just regular cards. You know, fifty-two cards, you four suits. But uh, right now, funding on Kickstarter, or funded on Kickstarter with, with several days to go, uh, over a month, are the Impressions foil playing cards that come in both gold and silver embossed. Yeah, this is from makeplayingcards.com. Nice, yeah. Which is uh, their sixth campaign. I'm sure all of the other ones are also cards. I'll pull that up. Yeah, this is like, I, I never, this this and the minimalist wallets are the two things I've never quite understood, like how successful these things constantly are. Like, I get it every once in a while. Oh, that's a very nice deck of cards. Sure, I'll get that. But yeah. like consistently successful. I mean, I guess that it's that's the thing, right? It's like everyone's like, oh, okay, those are cool. I'll get those. And there must be just enough people who just say that often enough. Like if yeah. you say it for one, I'll say it for another multiplied by... Right. Uh, you want the, the silver and the gold? I want shiny black. Yeah. Which they yeah. had. That was their second campaign. Um, <laughs> they were actually very nice looking. Now that I see them, I'm like, these these gold ones look like trash compared to those. No, I'm kidding. Um, so yeah, they were, they were looking for uh, $5,000. They're already past $7,000. they have got over a month to go. They'll probably come close to doubling this. I don't know, it's hard to tell. They've, they have a good amount of success, but so many days left that it could yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it also could be done, right? They could just be... Yeah, they could not promote this at all and be like, yeah, we're good. We got it. Well, that's all we needed. That's all we wanted. <laughs> yeah, or just like this is the, all their fans are in and they're worth $7,500 and they're out. I mean, what did their, right. last, their yeah. last campaign did? Um, oh, their last campaign did $40,000. So there's a good oh, reason go. they've got some... Well, then those looked worse than this, so... Then they'll probably do pretty good. Um, yeah, they, I mean, they're, they're great. They're, you know, they're shiny cards. <laughs> it looks like a thick deck, which I'm sure is because of the... It's sort of got a raised edge to it and all that, and the yeah. gold leaf and whatever. Um, I, I wonder, out of the people that buy this, how many people actually want to just collect them? And how many plan on using it? Because I wouldn't. Like I'd I think like, eh. these are like A plus magician cards, though, right? If you're sure, if you're a if you're a magic person, yeah. If you're doing a show, then definitely these would be something you want to use. They they work yeah. fantastic. Uh, I'm trying to scroll down, you were talking about the uh, the suits and the pictures earlier, and I haven't gotten to what they actually look like yet. Where where is that? Um, what is this? This is one, two, three, four, five, six pictures down. There's like the front and the backs of the cards. 
and they have they said the ace of spades and the ace of hearts, and I, oh, okay. I don't like either of those images. Uh, I'm okay with those. All right. Yeah, I mean they kind of have that sort of Maori tattoo look to them. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's 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 fine. I'm I'm really curious what the face cards look like, but they don't show those. Um, it's hard to judge a deck by an ace. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. I mean, I think the reason they show the ace is because a lot of times the faces are just plain. They could just have, you know, the same faces you've seen a hundred times. Sure. Yeah, they get the stock ones, and all they did was create the the aces. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. They have zero updates, um, which is odd for a campaign that's successful, especially with one that's run so many campaigns before, you would think. Yeah, they're they active in their comments, but that's... Yeah. Yeah, you'd think they would at least have an update like, "Yay, we we made our goal." Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the comments, they have uh, someone post a picture of the previous one of the previous decks uh-huh. fronts, and they are just the fronts you're used to. They're just. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I just found that link. I'm pulling it up. Yeah, those are very standard. Okay. All right, but the aces do look nice. In my opinion. Or right. terrible, in Art's opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know that it's like, this is a $16 deck of playing cards. Sure. And I mean, I guess if you're a collector or a magician or, that's probably it, uh, some sort of outlandishly wealthy poker player. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I, f- I feel like these... Uh, go toward collectors more than anyone else. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, there could be 300 plus magicians out there that are actively on Kickstarter, I suppose. Uh, we uh, we gave out decks of cards as wedding favors, and mm-hmm. I was stunned at how expensive it turns out playing cards really are. So, Really? Well, yeah. Like- yeah, okay. But also you were probably doing a, a much lower batch. Like, you probably didn't get into this price range at all, right? No, no, but, like, we, we wanted to get, like, we wanted to get a custom deck of cards, and we ended up getting, like, a custom box. We ended up actually having to do all the labor on ourselves, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, instead of some boxes and some stickers. Oh, I see. Okay. But I hated the cards inside, and there's probably it's like, well, let's just get better cards and replace them, and that was prohibitive. Huh. Okay. Getting like two, getting like 150 decks of just like bicycle playing cards was like, eh, let's just, this is fine. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's really more about the memory than the, the functionality at that point. Yeah, but I yeah. encourage you if you still have this box or like these cards suck, just to throw, throw any deck in there. I mean, I could put, I do, and I could put like magic cards in there or something. Yeah, there you go. I, I kind of wish I had gotten more. You also did dice, uh, and I did you? Are, they seem like they're Chessex dice. They are, right? yes, they are. Yeah, they're, they're really, they're really nice dice. I was, I was actually just noticing them last night, and I was like, I wonder how much this costs because they're, they're way nice. Um, Those were cheaper than I thought they would be. I think we got because we got two different dice. I think we got the whole thing for like a hundred bucks or something. It was not. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I wanna I wanna do like a, a game session where it's just Art and Jess dice. Like, oh, I got it. Wait, is Art and Jess the six? No, it's a one. It's one. Oh, I got the Art and Jess. No, or it's a heart on the other die. I forgot. There's one of each. Yeah. 
That's cool. Uh, but neither here nor there. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to our next project. Do you want to take this one? Yeah, next we have Alchemy, a hard-to-pronounce uh, <laughs> yep. card game of turning lead into gold, which is um, – this is from Chip Schmelz, and this is his first product, uh, first yeah. campaign, and honestly, uh, it sounds like a fake name. But if it is, that's fine. I mean, who's going to make up smells? I don't know. It kind of it's, it's too close to smells. I guess it must have been a bad, bad time frame. Yeah, he was. He did not do middle school well, um, which probably gave him lots of time to work on game creation. So I actually, based on his last name alone, believe in this project. Sure. Um, it seems to be a little a complicated little game. He he goes into like really intricate detail about, like, development of the, the game, like, uh-huh. and then I changed this, and then I decided, you know, this is when the draw step would be. Mm-hmm. And Probably that's, don't need all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's all great. It, it doesn't make me super understand the game. There's there's a, a downloadable instruction manual and a uh, a video, but, yeah. but like, you gotta, you gotta kind of hook people a little quicker than that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. it seems to me you start with your your main elements, your air, earth, fire, water, and then you get formulas and you can turn, you know, fire and and water into whatever, and then those things turn to bigger things. You're trying to you're trying right. to make gold, right? So yeah, it's basically it's a resource management game, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, okay, um, yeah. I mean this this looks like. You know, a fine game to play while you're waiting for the rest of the group to show up to play a bigger game, which is great. Yeah. I love those games. Those are fun games. You know, I mean, uh, it's thirty to forty-five minutes, but sure. Yeah. Uh, it you know, I mean, this could also be like a good beginner's game for you know, you've got those friends that just have been playing Clue and Monopoly all their life, and you're like, here, let's let's move you along into where you should be. Yeah, and and it is. Uh, it's it's a little it's a little more tangible, right? Like you ask people, like, well, what's the what what are you doing in the game? And like, oh, you're you're trying to make gold is right. a much more, you know, what are you doing in settlers, right? Like in settlers, right. just scoring points. Mm-hmm. Like this is like a, a much clearer, yeah, thing. So concise explanation, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it 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 could stand for uh, a little. Boost in the art department and all that. There's no stretch goals, right? I haven't seen any of those. No, but maybe yeah. maybe when it gets there. Um. Maybe. I feel like this is almost definitely going to fail. He, yeah, I mean, he's not. Uh, Twenty days to go. He's only got in under four thousand dollars, which is a quarter of what he's trying to raise. Something like that. A third. Um, so it's unlikely, it's possible, it's unlikely this campaign will, uh, will, will succeed, but I think he could bring this back, update it, and, uh, and have a totally successful campaign in the future. Sure, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It's weird, this, this seems to be a high price for this. Yeah. It's, what is it, uh, 25 for the, uh, the smallest version? And then you know thirteen thirteen thousand six hundred eighty nine dollars overall is a is a high amount to to seems like a high amount to print this. Yeah, I was I was curious about that. I I, 
I mean, it, and it doesn't seem like it should be that much because it's all chits and cards. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no plastic or wood or anything like that. Certainly and not no even that many chits, right? It's just it's yeah. 12 tokens and then just a bunch of cards. Like, this is just, it's just printing it. Yeah. I wonder if you could have actually done this cheaper by not doing tokens at all and just having other cards. Yeah, he seems to have gestured toward that because there's like two different kinds of cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A square and a rectangle. But. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that could have just been the stretch goal right there is, hey, instead of flimsy cards, I'll upgrade this to a cardboard shit. Yeah, but... Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, for a first effort, this looks pretty good. Yeah, definitely a learning lesson. He's not turning any any lead into gold here, I don't think. Hey, hey, but, uh, maybe next time. <laughs> All right. Uh, finally, our third campaign uh, for everyone, everyone who wants to look stylish. Uh, this is the. Uh, it's a twenty-four karat gold-plated uh, sunglass. But it's it's not just any sunglass. It is tailored to your face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, oof. <laughs> I mean, I want to start by saying I think these look cool. They um, do. Yeah. They they remind me a lot of uh, sort of a heavy rotation of Snapchat glasses that they put on those filters. I don't know if you use Snapchat, but uh, they have all these filters that just put things on your face. Or make dogs bark, yeah. um, and this they they go for these very circular glasses often, mm. um, and they always look good on uh, on the AR. So I I'd be curious about this. Uh, they're they've almost completed their goal of just under five thousand dollars. Where are they doing these? Denmark or something? Yeah, Denmark. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm sure they will fund in the next 48 hours. But uh, so yeah, the interesting thing about these is that you have to take measurements of your head and face, send them in, and they will custom create these uh, sunglasses for you, so that they're a one pair per person kind of thing, which is interesting and seems completely just wrought with uh, the possibility of disaster. Like, yeah. I do not want to be responsible for measuring my own face. This seems like the kind of thing where you should just go to, like, the Target or CVS, and right next to the passport pictures, they do a face scan, which I feel like, why isn't that a thing that's just out there already? <laughs> seems It seems like that's where the technology's going. We need We need that. We need 3D scanners. Like available everywhere. Yeah, it's it's tricky, isn't it? Because because if you fuck it up, you're I, I guess it's low stakes though, right? Because you've been wearing sunglasses your whole life that sure. are not designed for your face. And like right. the real lesson is, if it's off a little bit, just who cares? I have sure. a very big head, so yeah. the idea of getting like a, a wide enough sunglass is certainly appealing. But yeah. I mean, I'm definitely curious to, to feel how that would fit because I am aware my nose is not the straightest nose in the world and mm. uh, certain sunglasses definitely accentuate that, especially sure. like not just the way they look but how it feels. And I'd be very curious if, like, <laughs> that could be compensated for easily, you know. 
so what what is the price point on these? Got to be quite a bit. Um, for the regular lenses, you mm-hmm. get you can get them for one hundred and fifty dollars. Sure, that's not terrible. A lot, but it's not, yeah, it's not a ton for designer sunglasses. Yeah, I mean, I'm not you know, I'm not expecting like dollar store sunglasses. I would you know, for for gold framed glasses that that seems in the price range I would expect. Probably you not can, enough. Yeah, you can get an upgrade. Right. For $41 for $191 total, you uh-huh. get Nikon lenses. Like the camera? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. Uh, yeah. Okay. I do like that everything here is like uh, Norse themed. Like they have uh, the like Odin everywhere and a little Viking dude. Uh, is is that what the these are actually called? Somewhere? Yeah, yeah. The, the models the are Odin, yeah. Thor, Nice. Oh yeah. wait, this might this might have tricked me. Oh really? Yeah. How's that? They might we... be three hundred dollars to get them the tailor made ones. I see. That, that might be an add on. Okay, that that would make sense. Um, special tailorizing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it could be. So we looked at this a little wrong. And 150 and the, the 240 and all those are just standard stock, but still really nice. Yeah. Okay. It also comes in a really weird box. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, if you look at the box down there, it's a wooden box. Oh, yeah. It's got, like, a guarantee and a certificate about the gold, and it's, uh-huh. but it's, like, very, it's very large for us. Yeah, it's very showy. Well, there's a case inside the box. Hmm. Yeah, or at least the, the, the one I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah, there's two. So, yeah, you get your box, you get a case. This one seems to also have a bag. So maybe you put the case and the bag in the box. <laughs> is the drawstring gold? Is what that possibly looks like. Oh, yeah, the soft case. It's it's like a golden thread. Yeah. And they go very into their process, which I guess I have to... Uh... Sure. Oh, now I'm just looking at all the different things. There's t- there's a bunch of different styles, actually. Yeah, they have a bunch. Yeah. Uh, I just kept doing them until I didn't really know how to pronounce it anymore. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So I'm sure this will fund. Have they done other campaigns in the past? No, this is their first. And, uh, yeah. And it's definitely going to be successful. Uh, I wonder how long ago they started. They're... they're above the one-month mark already, so they have 40 days to go. So I don't know if they started at, like, 45 or at uh, at 60 would have been crazy. But um, they'll probably, you know, completely fund in the next 48 hours, and then I, I imagine they'll get up into uh, the triple or quadruple of their goal easily and then come back in a year to make uh, a different Mythos line of sunglasses. Possibly uh, the Greek be an easy step. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, where is Denmark? Was Denmark Norse? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, if not, they were invaded quite often by the, the, the Norse people. Sure, yeah. Because, like, you know, Vikings pretty much took over all of that for a little while, right? 
<laughs> but this is neither here nor there. Uh, I guess we should also have mentioned that these are polarized lenses, but I feel like everyone does that now. And they do have a 10-year guarantee. What is the... Uh, I don't know. Like, I understand 24-karat gold, but they also have an 18-GR titanium. Is that gram? I think that is... Well, G is Graham, but I don't know if it's if maybe this is a, a language it could be just, thing. Yeah, like a Denmark thing. Yeah, but yes, they are also uh, titanium, which we didn't mention, but that should it's under the gold. Yeah. So is it uh, a gold plating on top of the titanium? Okay. Yeah. The yeah. problem is if you search eighteen gr titanium, the only thing that comes up is this campaign. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, those are the campaigns for this week, and now it's time to uh, take a look back on what we've done in 50 episodes. Yeah. What uh, what what have you been your your favorite things and your your best memories? Uh, what have you I mean, learned? Yeah. What have I? I. It's really how to spot a Kickstarter that isn't going to work is is the the most useful thing because, you know, it's it's hard getting like, oh, this is a cool product, then like donating money and realizing that this is never going to go anywhere. Right. Or like uh, the, the other way, a really successful campaign you donate money to, and then it, it never becomes a product. I'm, I'm one sure. of the unfortunate unsung story backers. Okay. How long ago was that? How long ago was that? Unsung <laughs> story. Tales of the Guardian. Was... What, they won't tell me that anymore? Um, <laughs> they just tried to vanish everything. Is the page even still up? The page so is did, still up. They made $660,000. Oh, my God. Uh, and then what? And did they just put out a thing that said, we're just never, it's never happening? They haven't officially said that yet, but their estimated delivery was July 2015. Uh-huh. And it's from Playdeck, which is like a, a reasonably... Oh, wow. Yeah, they're established. Yeah, um... I, I mean, I think the thing was they 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 lost all of their they lost their money at some point. Like, right? They I remember they sent an update. It was like, well, we don't have any money, and so <laughs> we need to, uh, you know, turn this money we have into making another game. Try to make the money to make this game. Right, and then maybe we'll come back. And they never did. Um, yeah, Ascension was on that. Were, are, they they distanced themselves from Playdeck, didn't they? Yeah. Um, they, they, uh, well, they were trying to make their own app and that failed. That was their, uh, so is the current app back on Playdeck? I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I, I stopped playing Ascension all the time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it was too much. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely become much easier to spot the mistakes of uh, what people are doing in their campaigns. I'm still shocked every once in a while by things that succeed. I'm like, like even just just, just the, the playing card one. Like, I get it, but I guess it's my own sensibilities of like, but why? Why do you need this? You yeah. don't. Like, I think we need to create a service for people who find that they, they're donating to Kickstarter too much. Where they just like check in with us, and we'll be like, "No, no, you actually don't need to 
to back that. It's okay. It's okay if you don't do it. Uh, <laughs> like a 12 step for Kickstarters. Maybe we could crowdfund that. Um, what, uh, what do you think of you have done a lot of, uh, backing? What has been your favorite thing that you've actually funded so far? Uh, That's rough. Uh, I mean, like the the I'll tell you what the first thing that that came into my head when you said that, and it's not the right answer. Okay. Uh, but like I remember, I got this burger sauce. Oh, okay. And it was so good. Huh. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, yeah. Um, I guess Sentinels of the Multiverse is a game that came into my life through Kickstarter. Like that, sure. Yeah, a yeah. game I really like. I'm looking through all of the things I've ever backed on Kickstarter. Sure. As like, a, yeah. I wish it just told me how many. <laughs> oh, it does. I'm. I don't. I don't want to say now. <laughs> yeah. No, that that seems like a, a secret thing. Uh, is there anything out there that you? You like saw and you didn't back that you wish you had. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, there's all sorts of like, oh, I wish I'd done that. Oh, I got a really good sriracha sauce that like my Ooh. guests really like. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, all those food ones kind of reminds me. There was that one like really fancy marshmallow one that was out there that seemed really cool. Yeah. Kinda wish yeah. I had had the time to to do that. Uh, that would have been cool. There's always tons of games where it's just like, you just, it's so hard to go down that road. Yeah. Oh, I got my name in the Veronica Mars movie. That was fun. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I guess that's it. That's my favorite thing I backed is they, they said my name in the movie and I got to go to the premiere and we got to go to the after party. It was like a very early. What was the, um, how, how were you, uh, included? Uh, there's a there's a scene in a bar, uh-huh. and the band is like Art Temple and the whatever. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, oh, that's really cool. Oh, yeah, and it was it was like the first like big fancy date that Jess and I went on too. So it's oh, that's awesome. Which is like not something like Kickstarter didn't say that like. And two years later, you're gonna marry the person you bring to the premiere of this movie. But like, right. every little bit helps. Yeah. 2014, for the record, was when Unsung Story backed. Okay. I found that out looking through my backer history. Gotcha. FYI, it's Art Tevel and the Mounties. There you go. You're a Canadian band, apparently. That's awesome. Yeah, or we're just really interested in... In Canada. In Canada, yeah. Mounted police forces. Yeah. My favorite kind of police force, personally. Sure. I mean, horses are awesome. Yeah, (laughs) Infantry police, get the hell out of here. Yeah. I kind of wish there was, like, some fan page out there for our Temple in the Mounties. <laughs> That's one of those things where, like, I still... It's it's one of two things that I will get, like, mess, random messages about every so really? often. Yeah, because, like, every so often someone will see it for the first time and somebody like, did you know? And it's, like, do, you, do I want to just pretend that it's a coincidence? Right. And then the <laughs> other... I'm going to sue those people now. Yeah. And then the other thing is I was in a a commercial that they run at Six Flags in Magic Mountain. 
Yeah. And so every so often someone would go to Magic Mountain and see me on this thing, and I'd be like, yeah, I got paid like $40 for that. Like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I have some background. Like, this is completely off Kickstarter topic at this point. But, yeah, I have, I have some in-the-background things that every once in a while. Obviously, the Tim and Eric thing yeah. gets a lot of traction. But there's, like, this one MTV, like, docu-series that uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's like A Day in the Life or something like that. And uh, they do an episode about this YouTube girl, and they had gone to a convention, and I'm right in the background talking to, like, her boyfriend. So every once in a while, I'll get called out for that. <laughs> uh, the really crazy thing is, like, as friends, the table has gotten more popular. I have yeah. twice in my life gotten recognized from, from your that. voice. Yeah, yeah, like people hear my voice and they'll come up to me, and that's a very strange experience. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that is, I I feel like I would never be able to pull that up. Like I could never, unless it's like the Tazon Day, the guy who sang Chocolate Rain. I feel like yeah. I would never recognize a person's by their voice. No, and certainly not someone I haven't met before, right? Like you could play me, like if someone was like give me a recording of your voice, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Sam. But I don't think I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, yeah, any of the hosts of the podcast I listen to. Like, Yeah. yeah. This, this is, is a complete – we've gotten very far from the point here. That's true. But that's true. All right, back to Kickstarter. No, no, no. I have uh, one more diversion. Oh, okay. There's, go for it. There's a podcast I listen to called Case File. Okay. And it's this true crime podcast. It's narrated by this Australian guy. And okay. it's it's a pretty good true crime podcast, but he has a Patreon, and one of his Patreon things he'd do like a Q and A with his listeners, and he said as one of the conditions of the Q and A is that you can't ask any questions about who he is. Huh. And I didn't realize that I that he was anonymous. Interesting. And before that, I didn't care who he was, and now that I know I'm not allowed to know who he is, <laughs> I'm like obsessed with it. I want to know like. Why is it? Does he have some, like, important job? Is he, like, right. you know, has he committed a crime? Like, now I can't listen to that show without being like, who are you, case file guy? And I must oh, listen crazy. to that show for a year. Like, okay, yeah, it's just this Australian guy. Huh. Oh, Mr. Case weird. File, probably. That's super weird. <laughs> oh, I guess we should do that. We should wear masks from now yeah. on. It's probably too late. The cat's out of the bag. We'll we have to, start to delete all these other episodes. Yeah. Then we just start over. We'll just zero. start a new podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and my Australian accent isn't very good. I don't think. It's a, you could pick any accent. You never really developed. You're you know originally from New York. You never really developed that New Yorker accent. You could like. Do you think you could embrace that? Like, hey, I'm podcasting here. That sounds almost more like Philly at that point. <laughs> hey, I'm cheese whizzing here. Hey, God. you want some water? Hey. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been our 50th episode. Here's to 50 more. Cheers, Art. Cheers. I can't reach my drink anymore. Okay. Go get drinks. No. Um. Uh, what do you want to do in the future? Anything you want to change about the show or, or try try out? 
I don't know. I, I kind of like where we're at right now. Yeah. I, I want like I want Kickstarter to change a little bit. Like that's what I want is, and I sort of feel like we're getting into like a, it's like Not a repetitive thing. It's like here's a successful, really produced, like kind of techie project, and then like here's this weird thing that's gotten zero dollars. Okay. I either want the the I want more weird things to get more money. Sure. Yeah, we need the next potato salad campaign. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that's why I, I had the, the tater tots thing that we didn't go for this week. Well, maybe next week we can we can hit those as, like, a, a secondary celebration. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a terrible idea. Don't get me wrong. It's, uh, right. We'll just do a show called It's a Terrible Idea. Not even Will It Fun, just It's a Terrible Idea. Um, how much money did those tater tots get so far? Um, titter tats. Titter tats. Um, uh, they they've made basically zero dollars. They're fifty dollars. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. All right. <laughs> well, come back next week and check us out and see uh, what weirdness we have dug up. Um, and uh, as always, I've been Samproof from Samproof.tv. I've been Art Martinez Temple from friendsofthetable.net. You can catch us live on Facebook.com slash kickin every Tuesday and uh, catch the audio podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and anywhere podcasts are available. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.